When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've never considered myself sexy until, like, <laughs> Magic Men hit me up, like... No, he just reminded me, I'm sorry, bro, he he was hitting me up, like, yo, man, like... <laughs> That's one thing I noticed about you, you are super <laughs> self-conscious. Because this alcohol done kicked in. Yeah, so, I'm, dude, I'm here. it's been how many how many months since you started with us? Um, I started in June, right? I mean, I started I, January. I January. January. Yeah, no, Marcus put me on, put me on to you. I told him yeah. that we needed a new guy, and if he had anybody in mind, and then he sent me your profile, and I was like, Yo, he's but like, how I scoured that profile, like, is, is he my gonna, profile? Is the is he gonna be dancing? Okay, Dang, he was, for real. He was he reluctant. Good, he good. No, he no, good. I, yeah. No, I, honestly, I looked at it. I was like, he's good. I liked your whole look, your vibe, your smile. Like I could kind of get a sense of your personality through like your Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, nah, because I know like what the fans like too. They like personality. They like you know, it's, you got a unique look. So I'm like, fans are gonna love this guy, and they do. They do yeah. love him, bro. And I, I just knew. I could, I, dude, I'm telling you, when I, when I like consider hiring, I go through your comments. I'll read what people, how they respond to you, how yeah. you respond to them. I'm like trying to f- figure out your personality. Damn. And then I talk. Then I'm like, Dang. yeah. It doesn't take much to like kind of figure it out. The phone call, once I have a conversation with you, yeah. that's when I know. Yo, okay. And you got this fucking uh, program. Well, yeah. how do I find people? Yeah, where he can like look at like. Yo, engagement, like all oh. of that. Like it's, oh, that's I was, a pretty con- like that's a that's a open to the public. It's just like a website. I know, but I didn't know it until I met you. And I yeah, was like, that's crazy. Why well, didn't use um, that? Wait, I don't, oh, I don't judge him? a person by their engagement. Nah, their engagement numbers are too low. They can't get on the squad. Where <laughs> I'm not a magic man for me. Oh, we only got a couple hundred followers. Nah, nah, that ain't. <laughs> wait, I got. <laughs> wait, I'm really sorry. I really just look for personality the most. Is it? Can we like kind of like slightly pause a little bit because no, just after you said that. Yeah, I remembered that I told a fan that I remember her birthday, mm-hmm. and I did not say happy birthday on her birthday. So can I like say happy birthday? Do really it. Go quickly? ahead, bro. Thank you because that really just messed me up. Oh damn! I'm glad we talked about. I it. forgot <laughs> her birth. How did I forget her birthday? I told her I was you gotta put that in your calendar and yeah. set a reminder. Shoot. Hey Siri, set a reminder for. Yeah, it's my birthday. She sent me a photo. See, he's not used to having these fans like this. Birth. Happy he wasn't birthday. ready. See, that's what I'm talking about. No, it's all good. It's all good, man. She's gonna be Sorry thrilled to hear from late. you. Um, I hope you have a great birthday. <laughs> I, um, I hope your birthday was as beautiful as you. No, that, ooh, that's good. But that's cliche. Yeah, I feel like that's like that's that's cliche, cliche, bro. I actually, I need, I shouldn't say this. Let but I know. actually got a Let little text know. that I sent like went. to women on their birthday, like some, oh, yeah. some like a few spe- hey, like yo, special. Here's one thing about this 
It's called stripped down, meaning like we keep it super real and raw. Okay. So like it's okay. Like I'm a, we've I've already revealed like stories and stuff where like, oh damn, I didn't know that, and just being super vulnerable Word. and like, I just talk. I don't. Right, yeah. I don't even care. This is my first time. Okay. So <laughs> no, nah, but uh, no, I ha- I do have a text like that. I kind of like format like, and I say these. But like, for who are you things. sending it to? Exactly? It's only for like people that I think that are special to me, like mm-hmm. or, or women that I think that are special. But is it the same text for every girl, or do you switch it up? I kind of personalize. I, it? I personalize it, but like the template is there. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, but then I mean it's that's like, more than a lot of people. I mean, I sometimes I just be hitting them with, "Hey, happy Sit. birthday!" <laughs> yeah. birthday See, that's, that's like the normal person to you me. Know? But then like somebody that's, that's been my friend for a while, a lot like, of guys I'll actually, I actually, yeah. Yeah. yeah, put that effort in to, you know, just make sure they feel special in that moment. I, I mean, yeah. like, I don't know, I'm a writer, so that's what's happening. Like so that. let's tell everybody who you guys are, like who okay. you guys really okay. are. So Marcus, yeah. let's start with Marcus. Marcus is the Dr. Dre of this operation. What's my nickname, bro? What's my nickname? Marky Magic Marky Marcus. Yeah. Let's go, Magic Marky Mark. <laughs> he, he hated that yeah, name when I first really started calling him. I'm like, Marky Marcus. He's like, don't call me. <laughs> no. Don't call that me fits that, him. But then I kept Marky calling Mark? him that. Now no. he's like, he's starting no, to warm up to it. I'll knock on the door and then he'll be like, Magic Marky Marcus. <laughs> Wait, I feel like when you add the full name, it's got to be Magic Marky Mark. No, bro, that's fine. No, when he says Magic Marky Marcus, that's it's cool. Marcus. But no, Marky Marcus. That's gone. that's a name, Marky bro. Marky and the Funky Bunch. Marky yeah, and yo, like introduce him to the stage, Magic Marky Mark. It's Marky Yo, Marcus. that's fine. No, no, that's why it's a joke. Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg. All right, it's like Marky yeah, Mark. Yeah, Marky. Oh, Marcus. so gone. okay. Been gone in the nineties, probably before he was born. But Magic don't, don't Marky Marcus. <laughs> Magic Marky Marcus. I said, <laughs> don't call me that. Look at that face. Do not call me. I that, met bro. you back in like early last year, sometime. What? When was the first residency? The f- first set of shows out here in Hollywood was back in. August was the first show. So yeah, that had to be like. But June I met or you July. back. But I met you before then to mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. prep you for what I wanted to do, right. and then like invited you over, and we had a meeting, oh, wait. And showed you a few things. I kind of want to know this. Like, how did you guys like? How did you guys meet? Uh, well, he's from Michigan too, so he's yeah. from Grand Rapids. I'm from Detroit, yeah. so I actually knew about him for a while through one of uh, the other guys that was on tour with us, Zach. Mm, um, he, I think he put oh me onto you God. a little bit. Yo, he used to hit me up on Instagram like, like, yo, bro, I, if you come back to Michigan, like, I want to like work with you, you know, like give it some privates and stuff. I know you got a studio. I'd yeah. be like, yeah, man. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like he's the first one to show me sure. his, his profile. Like he's a dope choreographer, a dope dancer. And then when I came out here, I almost like forgot like about that whole thing. And then um, I don't know. I think Dez brought it up, like mm-hmm. that he worked with you. Yeah. I was like, oh, can you introduce me? Right, because we had mm-hmm. just did that bed video, and then oh yeah, that was you the and one. Dez. Yeah, me. Bad. Well, I had Dez. I mean, me Dez. It was like a, a couple dudes I've been on tour with. Like, but okay, but you, you know, and that's where yeah, you and Dez got... was in the video too. Yeah, okay. He was in the video. Yeah. He choreographed it. I watched. Wait, that... so did you see the video or did he show you? The I video? watched that video at least a hundred times. Damn. I Damn. was like, yo, this guy has like the perfect balance of like masculine sex appeal and choreography mm. for what I'm looking for for Magic Men. I was like, it's the perfect balance. I'm like, 
this is the dude right here. I watched it at least a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, this is the dude. And um, I was like, I need to get put in touch with this guy. <laughs> like, yeah. put me in touch with this dude. Word. And then I forgot how it all started, but like, yeah, Des kind of connected us. I said, you know, yeah, I want to talk to you about what I'm doing, Magic Men Live. I don't even know if he knew about it at all. The only, only thing I had heard uh, was from Zach. Yeah. And then my ex-girl used to talk about it because she's from Grand Rapids, obviously, too. Okay. She lives in Miami. And I was on tour, and I went to Miami and saw her. And then, like, I don't know how we started talking about Grand Rapids or whatever. Then she started talking about Zach. And she said she had came to a show, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh my God, Marcus could do this. Like Marcus could, Marcus. You know what I'm saying? Like we're still <laughs> cool with yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and that was the only thing. So then, actually coming over here and then like talking with you, I like I don't know. I just, I that's when I felt like it was real. Yeah, you know, like I, it was just like this this thing. But to see how much that you had established and that you was from Michigan, I was just like, okay. Yeah, I'm well, good. I was gonna ask you like, what was it that like kind of sold you? on being a part of this because i know you had your own thing going Mm -hmm. you're teaching your classes you're going out on this huge tour you tour with cheyenne one of the biggest latin artists in the world doing these shows for like thirty thousand people and shit i'm like this guy this guy's gonna be really hard to get (laughs) i felt like that's how i felt i was like he's gonna he's he's quite established i'm like we came from like such humble beginnings it's hard (laughs) to get a guy who's like that experience yeah from from my perspective to, to be yeah, a part of what we had to get to this certain level right. to like even attract somebody like you to be a part of this. But the thing was that I came over here and then I just I felt your vibe. It was cool, and but I just needed to line up with the tour because mm-hmm. I was about to go on tour. Yeah, and it was perfect. It was like yeah. me and him can do this. We can create or direct this and like add little bits here and there. I can rehearse them. And then watch a few shows, and then like mm-hmm. we was about to go on tour like three or four weeks after the residency started in yeah. LA. So yeah, it was great. I remember that. That was like, yeah, I could do it, but I'm gonna be gone these weeks, this week, this week. So in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, so we need to make sure we're in rehearsals, <laughs> like start scheduling our yeah. rehearsals accordingly. Yeah. I was like, I knew there would be a way to make it work. Like, that's all part of like being a producer for a show like this. Is mm-hmm. like you have to kind of fit all the puzzle pieces together. It's like. A very common thing, right? Like of trying to figure that shit out. Yeah, you know? yeah. But see, that, and that's what I noticed when I first talked to you about it. You know, mm-hmm. like that you had the pieces together. That you were like really, you you had the foundation of Michigan, regardless. And then yeah. the pieces were just together. How you talk about it. How you were so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. How the ideas that you had already, and the ideas that you wanted to bring to life. Like mm-hmm. all of that stuff was like just so important to me till then mm-hmm. it come into life like so quickly like it was because of your mindset you know what mm-hmm. I mean? like for your yeah. man- mentality yeah behind production the, the ability to direct it is dope yeah and i recognize yeah. that in you too i recognize you had a little bit of that you mm-hmm. know but you haven't gotten a chance to really like tap into yeah. it you know what i mean like as a full-blown creative director yeah. and choreographer that's why i asked you what is your your end game like what's your goal like mm-hmm. after being, aside from being a dancer, if you could do anything, what would you want to do? Like, I, I want to be a creative director for somebody as big as Justin Timberlake, I remember you said. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I said, okay, if you do that, then what? Yeah, you know I mean? I'm like, okay, so in the back of my head, what's, way, what's one 
other way I can provide value for you that would like make you make this a more special thing for you. Right. It's like, wow. okay, let me bring him into the creative process with me. So that way he can start to learn yeah. a, at least a little bit, get his footing mm -hmm. in the whole creative direction world right. and like learn like the ins and outs of actually producing a show like this. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully that provides value that will make you like, more involved and like more, definitely you know and that's I mean? why i wanted to like the time i came to learn the lights and like, yeah or like yo i'll be there for that rehearsal like don't worry yeah. about you know like i'm always there yeah. or like being at every show that i if i'm in town that was my saturday you yeah. know because i i really wanted to observe to it and observe and develop it yeah. and develop yeah. myself in that sense too yeah. you know like you start to look at things it, right, in a different it's way so differently you know and i would invite my friends Yep. Front, and we sit in the balcony and we just like dissect and rather yep. than just like watch you know right. but everybody definitely enjoyed the show though. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like yo this is dope as hell. no but that's one thing that like really makes me like happy as like a leader or whatever this thing is like if i can like leave you with something after this is all said and done because i know there's like a shelf life to like the, your career as a magic man right yeah so like when you come into it like I, i'm trying to like at least figure out where your end game is so that way when you do like graduate from this yeah. per se, like you go on and do something something else that's even better yeah. and like something gets me off about like seeing you actually go and do something better like yeah. i remember the first dancer i ever hired the very first guy i i didn't even have an office yet i was working out of my bedroom i i literally interviewed him in a starbucks like just like lounge cafe yeah. and i came in like representing premier entertainment my company i was like yeah i'm a representative they sent me out here to interview you and get a little bit of information on you and all this <laughs> blah, blah, blah. he's the very first dancer i ever hired and i start saying and then he That's started going out to weird. to private parties and whatnot <laughs> You got like, to make it sometimes, baby. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That Detroit I was saying, but low-key is my entertainment business. <laughs> like, but now, what? this guy has gone on to become an actor, an established actor out here. He's got his own mm. little uh, studio where he d does he films uh, self-tapes for other actors and whatnot. Mm. Like, he's established himself. He had a film that got into the Sundance Music Festival. Oh, he's won awards. He's helped... Uh, he's produced, directed, and starred in his two of his own films. And like seeing him, that just like doing it, like at, after the fact of this career, just make it just like he, when he wins, I win. Like it, I, I feel yeah. a part of that in yeah. some way, even though I'm not like he, it's all him. But I still feel like, like hell yeah, you know what I mean? But I see, just, that's that's his vibe though, and that's why he was like. So hyped to have you because you got that good energy and that's why like i don't know we gravitated to each other because mm -hmm. like you care about yeah the people that you work with and like the family that you create like it's mm -hmm. just it's yeah. really really dope like you know yeah i was just saying that in another episode it's like um i think it was the last episode that like i i wasn't born to be like a boss or a leader like so yeah. like this like it's hard for me to just be your boss mm -hmm. i don't like that vibe doesn't like 
just doesn't sit well with me. I just, yeah. I need to have some sort of relationship. Like I want to feel like we're boys and we're on this adventure together. Yeah, man. Because then that makes it more enjoyable for me and it makes it more enjoyable for everybody else. I know yeah. like those days when I was struggling with, okay, I need to be stricter and this and that. And I used to turn that switch on and then I just felt shitty about it. Like yeah, it, it sucked right. like having to be the bad guy all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? And it, it just had to figure out that balance of like when to be, you know, boss miles and when to be, you know, your boy miles, yeah. you know, and then like really trying to communicate when like it, it's, it, it's also partly the dancer has to recognize when I'm being your boss and when I'm being your, your friend and when to like, you know, kind of take me seriously and when to like, okay, you could chill and like, we could be cool. You know what I mean? Cause some people get it confused and I've been bitten in the ass right. a bunch but of times. Now you got me for that shit. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. now I got my boy. Like, yo, Marcus, yeah, yo. you have a talk with my... Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> like, Yo, I don't like being the bad guy. Go yeah. talk to Jimmy you know right quick, I mean? bro. Creates that friction. <laughs> he was off. He was in the wrong formation. Yeah, Again. so because <laughs> it's not good. No, it's but you make you, a really good. Real. It's happened. You make a, a fucking times. phenomenal leader because everybody respects what you say because you, you, you know, you back up all your words with your own work ethic and your own experience and yeah. like you're like when you back up what you're saying with work ethic and then people can't like question you right, at all. Right. Yeah, I mean you have like a certain like authority and right. you have a respect amongst the group that when you say something like they're gonna listen. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because sure. you know they know you're coming from a place of experience and a place of passion where, you know, they don't want to disappoint you or let you down. And, you know, that's part those are two things that like really make a great leader. You know what I mean? Yeah, thanks, I'm trying to teach some Thank of these, you so much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to teach some of these other guys. Are like, man, you got the potential to be a leader, but you got to back up your your <laughs> right. words with your actions. <laughs> like, if you if you can back it up, like Michael Jordan's coming out with that documentary. I'm okay, starting yeah, to exp yeah. starting to learn a lot about him. Yeah. About why he made such a great leader because he backed up everything with his work ethic. Yeah. So when he was pushing them to to go harder it was only a, a fraction of what he was actually doing. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, so now that like the, his teammates would talk about like, yeah, I couldn't even say shit. He just made me want to go harder, yeah. and made word, me want to have word. a championship mentality because he would put in so many extra hours and he yeah. just wanted it so bad. So it made it just like, it was like the osmosis effect of like everybody else became like that too. Word, you word. know what I mean? And, um, you know, we have, a couple guys on this team, I feel like that have that, that can have that effect yeah. as well. You know what I mean? So it's dope, man. Just to kind, of, it's been such a long process to get it to this point, yeah. to to where it is now. Because like starting in Detroit, doing just some local parties, like I could never even hire you. Yeah, yeah I mean, even like, nah, yeah, that's not. How, for me. how long did you work in Detroit? For like at least four or five years before we start touring it. We're just doing it locally. You know, I didn't even know anything about producing a show. You know yeah, what I mean? I was starting yeah. from ground zero. You know what I mean? Just like trying to figure it out as we went. And I didn't even know like what a show was. Like, or could consist of, or yeah. like lighting, none of that. You had to yeah. learn like, no, all of that. No, I had to figure all that out. And it just took a lot of time. But that's the one thing I was telling these guys. I was just like, patience, man. Like, you know, people try to rush things and, you know, try to get to the mountaintop real, like, as quickly as they can. It's like, nah, bro, you got to. Take it step by step. And Yo, just, yeah. That know. was my problem when I first got out here. I felt like I was like, 
like pushing too hard and like yo I can teach I can do this I can do this. I can teach at the greatest studio you know what I mean but like yeah. I remember when I first came to LA it was like you can't just come to LA and teach yeah <laughs> like you gotta you gotta earn your keep or some shit like something she said to me right mm-hmm. and then like I was out here for like a month at mm-hmm. that time I went home for three months and I was like she said I gotta earn it video video yeah. Video, photo shoot, video, photo, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, if you want me to be L.A. And I just, like, really, really harnessed the, what I thought was L.A. Or what mm-hmm. I thought would be successful. And then I came back out here with this package of work and material yeah. and creativity and artwork mm-hmm. that I had cultivated over that time. And then yeah, it just started to flourish from there. And you've you know? been out here for how long? Six years. Six years. Yeah. So you Dang. moved out here. So when you first moved out to L.A., uh-huh. like, where were you, like, as far as as like uh as a in your career oh and uh were you just a dancer trying to were you just looking what were you trying to do at that point i was i I was just a dancer like i knew i wanted to choreograph i was a little bit older when i came out so it was like i I know i want to dance but i've already been choreographing in michigan Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. i've already done commercials i've already Mm -hmm. like put on shows been a dancer so like i knew i had to dance for a little bit but I wanted to climb that ladder faster, yeah. you know? And uh, I don't know, I just, I was a nobody. Like, they used to beat it, kid. <laughs> That's what I, like, Millennium, like, or whatever, you know, like, the, the big dance studios I hear, beat it, kid. Like, you you can't teach out here, you know? And then yeah. I, I just had to work at that. And then I booked a tour when I was, like, here for, like, nine months. When I actually moved here, I was here for nine months. And mm-hmm. then I was, like, running out of rent. You know, like, I had one month of rent left and enough to buy, like, some, like, noodles and, like, peanut butter. You know, like, the Shit. essentials and stuff. And then yeah. the girl that took the pictures that I was just talking about, I had finally got the pictures back to me. And I booked a video that weekend. Mm-hmm. I booked a commercial that weekend. I booked this, like small tour and I booked that Cheyenne tour that you were talking oh, about. Oh shit. Yeah, all in like the same like four day period. Wow. Like my mind was blown, you know, like Damn. Yeah, that was that was nuts. That was nuts. Uh how did that feel though? Yeah, that was like honestly, this dude, I'm on the video I'm in rehearsals for the video that I had yeah. booked. And then I get an email that I had booked a tour. I'm like it's crazy. And the dude that's been working for a while that I was on the video who was like, hey, man, welcome to Hollywood. And oh, I was shit. like, damn, like this, you know what I mean? Like, but that, yeah. that work that I put in when I went back home to Michigan when I, yeah. and like, and then came back out here and kept that grind going. That's what. I feel like LA feel definitely like, like forces you to elevate yeah. your game. Yeah, you see so much talent out here. It's it's Cause talent is like. Talent. Is ridiculous. Young man. Me. Yeah. yeah. I'm, you know. <laughs> At the bottom of the barrel. Nah, bro, bro. but you so young and you living out here. Jay Love, you only twenty one. Twenty one. That still oh. blows my mind. We exposing. Yeah. We exposing it all. Twenty one. Down. Strip down. Twenty one. Yep. We are twenty one years old. <laughs> yep. We are. How's it feel to be a part of something like this at twenty one? Man, it's uh, it's it's crazy because, um, like I said, I. <laughs> I'm big on my faith, so I think at this age I'm still trying to figure out what what my faith looks like. Like mm-hmm. what 
what my life looks like versus everybody else. Like being okay with what my journey looks like. So mm-hmm. it's still kind of crazy, like just trying to figure out like, okay, like not saying that there's more than one, but the guys you may serve may not be okay with you being okay with it, doing a strip show. But like the personal relationship that I have with God, it's like, all right, it's cool. Like I want you to enter into this world so that my light can shine through you kind of thing. So Ooh, it's kind of like, I like that. I'm like, this wow. is, this is my okay. Like this yeah. is being okay with this is my okay, you know? Yeah. Because so many people have many opinions. And unfortunately I have this characteristics where I care about so many other people's opinion. I care about everybody else's opinion. Yeah. So I feel like God has been this journey of like being okay with like, just being okay with where I have you, you know? Yeah. Or being okay with your journey. And because my, I feel like my journey does look so different. It's, oh, it's really hard. It's a, it's honestly a daily struggle to be okay with what journey I'm on because I'm like, yo, God, it's so different from everybody else. Yeah. Like, I can't. I mean, we're all kind of in that boat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like, think all of Hollywood in a way is in that boat. You know what I mean? We're just, we've, we're like kind of the people that chose to take the other the route. Yeah. The yeah. dream route, literally. It's really tough. You know yeah. I mean? There's no blueprint to it. At all, man. You know what I mean? So you just kind of got to figure it out on your go, on your, by yourself and like go with instinct and follow your gut and like, you know, just grab it. Follow your heart, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yo, I mean, like you, you wound up in the strip business and like, and, and turned it into something special like this. Mm-hmm. And then you followed your heart out here because you wanted it to be bigger. Yeah. yeah. Same thing for me. Like I started in, like I got bit by the dance bug and I just was like, oh, I still remember the first class I walked in. <laughs> but like, and I got bit by that bug and I moved here and I followed my heart here. You know yeah. what I mean? This is where I needed to be to further yeah. myself. And I, I feel like you yeah. are on the same path. You just like, you having the same struggles that we had. Yeah. It's just, yeah. you know, like, you know, but you know, yeah, what's dope is that you found like people like Marcus, people like me and a team of people that you can like kind of lean on a little bit to help guide you and help you. And like, you know, I think that's pretty like important. I'm sure that maybe there's somebody in your life that you had when you first came out here that can help yeah. help you like guide, Word. like navigate yeah. your path in the whole dance industry. Like yeah. you need somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, and you just, uh, you know, try to keep those people close and take as much inspiration or information that you can from them as long as you kind yeah. of just keep your ears open yeah know, little tidbits of Word. info and knowledge that can help you get to the next step yeah you know? but you know i i didn't have that like i, I my friend was out here mm-hmm. or like he was from this facebook group mm-hmm. and like a friend of a friend introduced us and he had a room open in his apartment all of a sudden you know mm-hmm. but like he wasn't a dancer which was like I don't know kind of weird I didn't know anybody out here but then now I feel like I can be a bridge mm-hmm. you know to people from Grand Rapids you know Kit you know yeah. like a couple people that you know like have come literally stayed on my couch stayed in my living room for months yeah. and then like now are going on to do like some awesome stuff too so yeah. I feel like like I'm, I was like, I had the ability to be the bridge from Grand Rapids to, to LA. Yeah, yeah. that makes me, in the same light as you, mm. happy to see people doing other things like yeah. sleeping on my couch, 
dang, now you got your own apartment. Oh, now you on a tour. Now you on a video. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's just such a dope thing to see, to like, see blossom. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know what, I mean? what were you doing before Magic Man? <laughs> um, I don't want to say nothing, but I really wasn't. I think I was just pursuing, pursuing, like trying to try different things and that's. Yeah, I feel like that's why Magic Men, I feel like Magic Men was so impactful because at that time I was still pursuing, like trying to figure, like just pursuing the dance industry, trying to pursue jobs and try to pursue photography as well. Mm -hmm. And so when Magic Men came and, and like that was at my front door, I was really shocked because I'm like, okay, I've only booked one professional job before this job, like mm -hmm. this, like considering this is a professional job, I've only booked one other professional job, and it was for like some kids for a kid award show, like Universal City. Mm -hmm. So when this approached, when uh, Magic Men approached itself, I was really shocked because I'm like a stripper or like a male stripper, like that's what I'm. That's really like me, a male stripper. I was right. <laughs> J Love, like really? Well, you didn't think you had the. I the I never at yeah, all. I never. Know. I've never considered myself sexy until <laughs> like Magic Men hit me up. Like no, he just reminded me. I'm sorry, bro. He he was hitting me up like, yo, man, like. <laughs> That's one thing I noticed about you. You are super self-conscious, but then I'm like, bro, you're a good-looking dude, man. Bro, I'm, bro, real talk. And you're in good shape. Like, you got the abs, you got the body, you got the face, the, the style. So the, funny, dog. You know, the bro. smile and everything. I was like, and you got the performance aspect to it. I watched a few of your dance videos on your page. I, I, I saw a little tip, like, little hints of, like, oh, yeah, he's got, he's got, what it takes. Yeah, I mean, you, you I really, mean, Marcus, you, you really think I'm ready? Bro! Like, bro, when I tell you. stomach subconsciously. Like, literally, in the, in the room, like, I don't know, I only see five at the moment. Why is that, that you felt yeah. that way? I don't know, man. In, in real talk, I think I just grew up in, and no, no shade to my family. I love my family, and I love, I love them, but I just feel like I grew up in a time or in a space where they highlighted your flaws. So mm -hmm. all you see was your flaws. Like growing up, I was a fat kid. So oh, like, shit. like my bro called me Pillsbury Doughboy for for so many years Damn. of my life. Like you the Pillsbury, Damn. you the Pillsbury Doughboy. So all I knew myself as was this fat kid. Like nobody ever was like, yo, you're good looking or you have a nice smile because I stopped. This is real. Okay, no, that's not. Yeah, yeah let's go. I stopped. I've stopped, I've stopped, I stopped sucking my thumb at 16 years old. Oh, damn. So, like, I hated my smile because I felt like my teeth were too pushed out. Mm. Um, so, just flaws were just so highlighted growing up. Mm, right. So, I never learned how to appreciate the great things about myself because nobody ever really told me, like, yo, you have a great smile or you have a great personality or... All this kind of stuff. It was just you're the Pillsbury Doughboy, and you suck your thumb until you're 16. So, so what motivated you to like start changing? Um, what motivated me to start changing? Um, I think I just got. It was like a, you know how you get fed up. Like mm -hmm. it's like all right, I'm tired of. 
I felt like there was a certain point where I was blocking my own blessings. Like, how? The only thing that is stopping you from being as successful as that dancer that always books is you not believing that you're good enough. Mm-hmm. And when I hit that point of like, bro, the only thing that's stopping you is you at this point. Like, you're the only one that, you're the only one that feels like you're not good enough. You're the only one telling yourself that you can't do this. And mm-hmm. that's when I got fed up with it. And it was like, all right, I'm at this point in, the, in my journey of my life, I need to figure out what I need to do mm-hmm. to push past that, you know? Yeah. So. And then what'd you do after that? You start, like, you start. <sighs> it's, I can't even tell you what I started doing because was it to like this day steps? I know it's a fight. It's a, every day is a fight. Like, for instance, recent, something that happened like two days ago. Mm-hmm. I did the cool off challenge if I know everybody in the world is um, <laughs> familiar with this cool off challenge by now. Oh, I'm not, has, what is it? Whoa, okay, it's Missy Elliott's new song. Okay. Um, so there's this challenge that the choreographer, he dropped, and so everybody's been doing this challenge. Mm-hmm. And so Missy Elliott herself post, posted me on her page. Oh, shit. Yeah, like That's she posted sick. my video on her page. And even after she posted me on her page, my ass is still sitting in my room, like, was this good enough? Looking at the video, like, yo, like, this is like, is this video trying to ask my sister, like, yo, do you think this was good enough? Like, still self doubting. Yeah. If, is my video good Word, enough? And Missy yeah. Elliott posted me on her page. Like, you would think that that is validation enough, that the fact that she just posted it. Exactly. So but myself, my, I'm over here still like, Yo, like, I feel like I could have got lower. I yeah. feel like I could have done Yo, this better. Yo, but see, that's the difference that we were talking about earlier from being a dancer and coming to a show like this. Yeah. Like, because we're so critical. Yeah. Like, I had, it took me a long time to learn not to be so critical about myself, about yeah. how I did, yeah. about how, I mean, I even find myself doing it. Instagram videos, TikTok videos, I'm like... Oh, that could have been why you know what I mean? Like it just yeah. like yeah. it's just not the same. Like it's 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 a I don't know, there's a criticism that we give ourselves as dancers and we watch ourselves yeah. over and over and over and over and over. Like just to make sure that we're getting better. Yeah. But sometimes That's so it funny. kind of starts to harm our progress because mm-hmm. of that, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. I can I can relate to that in a, in, in a way. You know what I mean? Wanting everything to be so perfect, right? You know, before you release it to the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know what I've realized is that it's impossible to get to perfect. Yeah. And that Man. there's always gonna be flaws, mm-hmm. and that bang. those flaws aren't as big of a deal as you think they are. Bang bang bang. You know what I mean? <laughs> the real. audience. Yeah. You know, you are Same your worst. Thing. You know critic yeah right they always say that and it's like very true especially as a creative in any sort of capacity like you are nitpicking the shit out of everything Everything. you don't want the world to see it until it's absolutely perfect in your eyes and then when you have that sort of mentality the world never gets to see it yeah god this ain't good enough i just save it for later and never i mean but if you stop like you at some level stop caring and not in a way like where you just like are you know lackadaisical about what you're you're doing but mm-hmm. just like don't you know uh stop caring about other people's judgment i think that's like the other thing the, the one component that is like really 
stopping is like causing the biggest road bump is that yeah. you're subconsciously scared about what other people are going to think about it so you don't want to get criticized by them you know but if you stop caring what they're going to think so much and only just be happy enough like with yourself of like this is this something is, i did yeah like this i, you know what I mean and just this. put it out there and just like yeah. you know whatever it is just uh, learn from the learn from the the good and the bad comments yeah. like you know not everybody's a hater i like to say some people are actually telling you the right. truth and you right. kind of want that yeah i mean like when i invite people to the show sometimes i don't want them to tell me it's a it was a the greatest show i'm like give me something like yeah give me i know you're just saying that because you want me to feel good right yeah but i mean you don't me want me to feel <laughs> But I'm tell like, me that somebody missed the count. I'm like, you know, <laughs> what can be better? I know something yeah, can be better. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I saw something. So now you're telling me you didn't see those flaws? I'm yeah. Like, I saw. Now I know you're lying to me. And I'm like, I kind of appreciate some of the, you know, the negative feedback. As long as it's like, you know, put in a constructive right, way. Right. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. If they're not being negative, but yeah, giving you well, criticism, then that's Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's that's Constructive yeah. criticism. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but like, how do you think you get past that? Like, I, cause I noticed like with you, you still to this day, like, I'm like trying to get you to get more active on TikTok. I'm like, bro, that shit's good. Like, just put it out. Nah, yeah. bro, I did get it better, I'm gonna put bro. this in the draft, bro. <laughs> right, bro, my drafts, I got more drafts than I do TikTok, bro. See, like, you know, bro. No, but that was me, man. Like, when I first started like being a creator, like, and putting myself on film, like, oh, I, I still have projects that I never released. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just because I'm so hard on myself about what I'm doing, and yeah. like it's got to be perfect, and it could have been this. Dang, I should have had him go around this way. The cameraman swing around left instead of swing around right. You know, like all. Yeah. That but you know what's funny? Like, nobody's gonna see that. Nobody yeah. yeah. understands how in depth you are into the project, so they don't. They can't even fathom what you're thinking. The criticisms that you're imagining. You know. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I can speak on like how true that is. Is like one of the like we put out these dance videos like you've done a couple with us now but we had when we were on tour we'd make an effort to like try to put out a couple dance videos and put mm -hmm. together these dance videos the one that we had the hardest time with and that was the sloppiest in terms of choreography and the way it was produced there's like there's like some obvious flaws that i would catch and the editor would catch but yeah. it was just like the best version of what it could be mm -hmm. you know what i mean and we reluctantly were just it was the cowboy video the country no yeah I've the country video took us forever to get that thing like produced yeah the choreography was off it was a pain in the ass and like there was flaws in it and all this and i looked at it i'm like whatever man Let, let's just put it out there and it was just like whatever yeah you know what i mean and that fucking video is to this day still our most viral video yeah i remember Damn. you telling me that it, yeah, it's yeah. still going up to this day yeah like remember those insights i shared in the group yeah it was because of the cowboy video the cowboy video like took off again like, yeah <laughs> it reignited out of nowhere yeah i'm like what the fuck <laughs> it's like it's up to like almost 50 million views i'm like what the fuck and that was the yeah. one that i was like this is the like the shittiest produced one right yeah like, you know we put so much more effort in so in some of these other videos and like they were so much cleaner in the choreography and it was shot better it was edited better and everything was perfect about it yeah you know what i mean yeah. but the one that that you the finally, one that you least expect right 
is the one that goes. I, I noticed that musicians have this problem too, like songwriters and mm -hmm. like singers and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, being out here in LA, I've no, I've met a lot of people that are in the music industry, and so their biggest struggle is releasing their music. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just like so afraid to release their music. I'm Damn. like, you're not gonna know yeah. what's a hit until like the public takes right. it. They're yeah. gonna decide. Yeah. yeah Lizzo's mean? like the perfect example for that. Like, yeah. I forgot which one of her songs she released years ago, and it just like it, it just, just not popped off. Oh, yeah, wow. like a few years later, I feel like it was one like one of her biggest songs right now. Anyone you can think of, she released years ago, and like she thought it was gonna be a hit, and it wasn't at that time. But a few years later, and now everybody's singing her song. Like, Damn, it's the number one play song on the radio. Lizzo. Yeah. So it's prime example, like. Yeah. You just gotta like, you know, try not to be so hard on yourself. I guess yeah, it's a constant right. battle until you get to that place where you start to be a little less carefree or a right. little more carefree yeah, about the criticism. Right. Or what I just honestly learned in in you speaking is just take what you got and make it as good as it can be, and then push it out. Do it, mm -hmm. release it. Yeah. Because if it's, I mean, if it's not that good, then not a lot of people are gonna see it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I, it, and when it hits, it hits. And yeah. You just. I mean, never you know, know how many times good. Magic Man has like done things that are kind of like, you know, cringy or embarrassing. Looking back <laughs> on it, you yeah. know, looking back, we used to have an Egyptian act in our show. It was kind of dope. It was kind of dope. But now kinda. looking back at it, I'm like. That's just cheesy as fuck. Yeah. Like, nah, bro, can we not do that? But we tried it. You know, we're experimenting. We're yeah. experimenting. We want to switch it up and try right. some, something different. You know, something a little more theatrical and like, yeah. you know. And I was like, you know, we, I want to try to form a, a story out of this and whatnot and make it a little more theatrical. This was when we had a, this huge production. So, like, the video screen was humongous. Like, the yeah. video wall was huge. Life-size pyramid. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> I remember Valentino, he was he was the one who, who led that act. And, you know, he made it, like, dope, you know what I mean? But, like, the theme in general, like, I just remember, I, I look at some of the Behind the Magic episodes, and I see the guys running through the locker, or the uh, the dressing rooms in the Egyptian outfit. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Right, like, what are we doing right now? What are we wearing? What are the guys wearing? I'm like, why do we do that? Whatever. This is not sexy. What the fuck? <laughs> but, it's just, you know, we experimented with it, and yeah. I, I got feedback. Yeah. You know, I asked people what they liked, and some people, that was their favorite part of the show. But a majority was like, eh. Yeah, I, we could do it that I like the firefighters better. Yeah. We bring in the firefighters. Right, we, Always. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> we, like, because we beat that to death, you know what I mean? I, I was trying to get away from the cliche, like, outfits and, like, the themes and whatnot, and... So I was like, let me do something like way different. Yeah, <laughs> you know abstract on them. Right. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Line. If it's not broke, don't try to fix it. Fuck it. Let's go back like with something. the firefighter, but switch ah, it up. Right. <laughs> you Dude, straight up. Like, there was a you lot. You didn't have them tongue, did you? Did so, we did a little bit of that. I can't even remember. Snake. It was back in like, 2017. <laughs> but, you know, the minute skirts. We experimented. Like, yeah. even with some of the video content that we put out, we were just experimenting and yes. just figuring yeah. it out. It's just like not even. Like, but at that time, we're just putting out so much content that if one flops, yeah. it's no big deal. You got like two others or three others yeah. that like make up for it you know what i mean yeah, and people strong, will forget huh? about it you know what i mean right. it's not like they're gonna hold that over your head right. remember that one time back in 
you know, five years ago when you did that one cringy ass video, it's like, yeah, but this is like the day and age and everybody has one of those videos. Right. Yeah. So who gives a fuck? And like, look I mean? now. Like, yeah. that, and that creativity brought you to here, you know? Like, L- look at The Rock, man. He did fucking Scorpion King. <laughs> yeah. He but did we, his Egyptian thing too. But we all, we all forgot about that. You know what I mean? The score, like, that was like Word. a totally different rock yeah. than what he is now. You know what I mean? Like, that's when he. Sometimes you just gotta like go through those phases. Yeah, you gotta and figure who cares? out. Like, for you. you know what I mean? It, you know, it is what it is. Just have fun at the yeah. end of the day. Just have fun, because if if you're getting too stressed out, out about what you're doing, like it's not fun anymore. Like when right. you care too much, like now you're not having as much fun as you can be having, and that's like no way to live your life. Yeah, you know what I mean, true, true. I try to make like an effort to like enjoy as much as I can out of what I do, you know, yeah. even though it's stressful as fuck, it's like, it's so stressful, but, yeah. you know, try to enjoy the creative process, the collaboration, you know, the, yeah. the camaraderie that we build. And then of course the show is like the icing on the cake. Like that's what just makes it just that experience, that thrill. It's just like, <laughs> it makes it all worth it. Like how big was your smile when you got to see like, that that opening act get performed for the first right. time. Right, that was like, like, cause. Sorry, I felt that I have to be severely. No, so go ahead. Okay, I'll keep the conversation rolling. Okay, so I'll get we keep it. Um, no, I. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't the first act. The first act felt good too, but we had more to go through, and I'm like, oh, you know, um, my smile got big on the first one, but then, at the end. The first show, bro, and like at the end, people started standing up and clapping with their hands high in the air. I'm like, like, <laughs> yo, like this really hit, like you know. And then I had a couple of friends at the show, and they like texting me right after, yo, where, where, where can we see you? Can I, can I see you? Like, oh my god, I gotta tell you how good you, you know, like all of this stuff, like all of the congratulations, is like that's another moment that I'm. Hey, like, the, that's man. like kind of what we do this for, though. Yeah. Like those moments, like I, I could tell you like producing the intro of the show mm-hmm. and just like, even like just the the opening dialogue where, where the that voiceover comes onto the screen and mm-hmm. like it's like, we're gonna take you through this night. And it's like getting that girl's amped up. When I hear that first, scream from the audience, like ah, right, man. the my, cheeks go like this. Every time, just like, yes, it worked. It worked. Now I'll be up in the balcony, though, like, (laughs) super analyzing. (laughs) Yeah, but no, like, like like you said, that first, that first show. Or I mean, like, even at the end, at like that crowd reaction. Yeah. Like seeing (laughs) y'all bowing down, and I'm just like, wow. And the crowd going crazy. Yeah, uh, it's it's such a good feeling. It's honestly, I can't choose between that feeling and. The feeling of being a dancer mm-hmm. like on stage like that's my like struggle you know yeah. like other than writing or like any other creative yeah, outlets it's two I have. totally different things yeah man like being a performer or being someone that's just totally behind the scenes is like yeah. i don't know it's, it, but it, it it's it makes me grateful in so many in in two different ways you know yeah just because 
I don't know, they're so amazing in their own aspect. Yeah, because like when you're watching it, because I'm backstage most of the show and I'm just listening to the audience, yeah. you know, it still gets me off in a certain way where I'm just like, hell yeah, they're killing it, the boys are killing it, you know, the, the audience is loving it. But then when I'm the guy who's on stage, especially like for the finale, like like that is an adrenaline rush. Like, Yo, but you impressed me, man. Like, like we're that not gonna first get too show, far into bro. it because it's a surprise. <laughs> we're not gonna talk too much. Okay, okay. Well, I won't say no more. But no, like your dancing skills, I was. I can what tell you haven't worked. I don't got no dancing skills. Okay. Stop playing, bro. <laughs> Stop playing. I don't got no man. Okay, let's keep it real. I struggle, bro, with that shit, bro. But. <laughs> You got dancing skills, I swear to God, bro. I feel like I'm dyslexic. <laughs> like, when it comes to, like, telling you... Because I have musicality. Because I produce the audio. And yeah, so I, yeah. I, I hear everything. I know the beats. I know everything. But when it comes to translating it to the way my body is moving... Yeah. You should t- see, ask Marcus. Like, I have, to br- I have to literally break it down into super small pieces. Yeah. And just get that small piece down figured out first then that the next piece the next piece the next piece the way you guys learn it i can never do it i'm just like god damn bro what the fuck i spent all night i like uh, on the potable red (laughs) just a couple around the john literally just i put my foot around literally just getting my foot (laughs) and my arm to move a certain way yeah i'm like super dyslexic like it I'm like, no, this one, this one goes like this, the and then right this one goes arm at the same time. You like, walk like this, Miles. Like, why can't you get it? <laughs> Dude, I don't know what it is. It's super yeah. tough for me. So, it, like, but then once it's like, it's, I know my process. My process is just hella repetition. Yeah. You know, hella repetition to the point where I'm, like, super confident with it. Then all of a sudden, like, personality starts to come into it, and, like, yeah. I could feel a little bit better about it and, like, be able to actually perform and then, like, when I'm on stage doing it, I feel like I'm killing it. But then I'm like, Marcus is judging the shit out of me right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, never, I never have looked at you and been like, ugh. You know what I mean? Or like, I mean, I I've, I've I seen you make up. mistakes. Yeah, I make mistakes but all the time. no, like, I've never been like, dang, he can't dance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you either you, can, you have a little bit more natural ability than you think, mm. or you work it in a way that nobody can tell. I that's try to overcompensate with like personality and like excitement and like, yeah. <laughs> like just like, you know, I don't know, like the smile on my face and the way I'm, you know, no, doing certain things. Whatever you be doing, you like, you make it not, like you make it look natural, for yeah. like no doubt. On stage, in rehearsal, I was like, <laughs> but no, no, but on stage though, like you always sell it, dog. I, I be, I be hyped. That's the key. Is like if you can't dance, just try to oversell it with something else. Yeah. <laughs> like just like, just make it look natural. It comes from just repetition, like crazy. So like I, I actually believe I'm doing it correctly. Yeah. Even if I'm not. Yeah. So then I convince the audience that I'm doing it correctly. Right. Yeah. Even if I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if, even if it's not perfect, like just. You'll never know. My face will never tell you. I don't, yeah. You know what I mean? So no, I got to convince myself first. Yeah, And then man. I can convince but the that's, audience. That's dance. Like, you look at somebody's body and you unsure. And you look at their face to tell, like, if you're sure or not. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. as long as you got that performance, that stage presence on, yep. your body don't You're matter. good. Yep. Right. Look at Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, now. Right. Yep. Like, he can be doing anything. <laughs> he was like... And, but he yeah. had a selling that thing, bro. A little yeah. bit of a spoiler for anybody who hasn't been to the show. Right. <laughs> oh, whoops, my bad. I'm going to get the rest of it. 
Right, I had to take that real quick. Um, but what were we talking about with you? So, like, your first show with us, though. Yeah, I was, bro, my first show. What was that I remember like? that vividly. My first show with y'all, man, I hate to say it, but, like, I feel like I'm one of the most insecure people I've ever met in my life. You like, are super insecure, but bro, like, it's all good, man. We're going to help you through it because I'm, I'm telling you, we're going we're gonna to play this back a year from now. Yeah, then, bro, man. You see how insecure you used to be? <laughs> right, bro. I'm, I'm waiting for that moment because I promise you, my first show with y'all, I was super excited because... I'm not, I don't love rehearsals, so mm-hmm. I was like, I'm ready for this, church, this first show to be over with. Like, let's get it. That was the excitement, but also I'm like, yo, I'm a short black dude with dreads. Like, not a lot of women are going to like me. Like, I was really in my head about like, yo, I don't know, especially, bro, especially about hot seats. Mm-hmm. Hot seats, I was super nervous about. I'm like, okay, stage performance, I can get over with. Mm-hmm. Like, stage where I'm like six feet away from y'all. I'm on stage doing my thing, but as soon as we get personal and get close, and now you're really getting a feel for who I am and my personality mm-hmm. and like my features, like you really get to see me up close and personal. Yeah, that's where I was super nervous about. I think that yeah. was the most thing. That was the well. Thing. See, that's the thing you have to understand, especially about our group. We have such a diverse cast. Yeah, that we you just got to go into it knowing that you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, I mean, like, I know I'm not. I know, like, everybody knows we're not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, but we got so many different flavors that you're going to like one of us. Yeah, I mean, and I wouldn't have brought you in if I didn't think that the audience was going to respond well to you or that you weren't going to, you know, satisfy a little a certain segment of the audience you know we got enrique the latin guy you know romeo the light-skinned dude you know yeah i got we all got totally different looks and vibes and personalities you know so you know you just gotta just not take it personally just be your friendly loving self to everybody and like whoever love you know here's the one thing i've noticed too is personality sells more than looks in a lot of cases yeah you know what i mean so like even if you aren't like the most ripped guy yeah. or the ba- like the prettiest looking dude, you know what I mean? If you've got a really like vibrant, personal, loving personality, yeah. women are gonna love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, a charming personality. Cause I've dealt with egos where they had the look, they had the skills, the 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 talent, the dancing ability, but their egos completely ruined it for them yeah you can see it on their face you know what i mean it just right. takes a person that's like a 10 down to a three real quick yeah. because yeah. like they're just like uh get over yourself like right. fuck. yeah and that first hot seat he did he was out there just having a ball bro, i was bro. like dancing the whole time smiling like the whole time dancing by yourself like I was hyped. Like, like <laughs> you think I'm playing? No, I was yeah. like pointing at you. Like, yeah. yo, like he is killing. Like he's having so much fun. Hell like, yeah! Honestly, and that, honestly, to have fun in that if I could model every guy during hot seats after somebody, it would be you. Woo. I swear to God, if everybody had your energy, hot seats would be super lit. <laughs> hey. Like I'm telling you, you are so like lit during hot seats, and you're just having fun. Like you're yeah. not trying to, you know 
try to get as many lap dances in as you possibly can. Literally like, just, just walking focus around, on having fun. Partying. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like partying with whoever wants to party, with whoever feels your vibe. That's what I saw. Now, yeah. Because that's what everybody's live, preaching. Dog, like, live, man. Dude, I'm everybody's like, yo, just it's a party. So I'm like, Party? Oh, I know how to party. Like, <laughs> what's up? Let's so when I went out, when I went out there, I was really just like, all right, like, let's just party because that's what y'all have been saying. So hey, put that my, leg down. Mm, so my first hot seat, it was, I was nervous as, when I t- nervous is an understatement. I was super nervous, but at the same time, I'm like, of course, in my mind, natural. I'm like, just party, just party, just party, just party, have fun, mm. have fun, have fun, but. Yeah, it was it was an experience for sure. And then after it was all done and we finished the show, what was your feeling? Um, I was like, yo, we got through a show. Like, I made it through a, a show. And I'm not going to lie, my tips were kind of on the lower side from what I was expecting. So mm-hmm. I was like, dang, I'm like, I definitely, I'm not sure if this was the first show or maybe like the second or third show. But I felt like, yo, I, I hate talking about it, but I felt like the ugly duckling of oh, the ugly no. duckling of the crew because I'm like, yo, I have the less yeah, no, lesser can't. of tips of everyone else. And so oh, you can't I was judge yourself like, on that, bro, because honestly, there's guys who know how to work, hustle those tips like way better than everybody else, but they're yeah. shit. Yeah, see the 20, boy. Yeah, yeah. and that, that wasn't and your mentality. I think like, that's like, a terrible thing to judge yourself on. Yeah. It does not even like. It doesn't even like equate to how great you did. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, I, if I were to call your like, give you a rating on your performance the first show, like, there was a few mistakes with the choreography. I'd give you like probably a nine out of ten. Yeah, you know what I mean, like personality wise, right. energy wise, Marcus <laughs> will tell you differently. I'll give you a nine right. Out of 10. I'll give you like an eight point five. He's like out of five out of ten. Marcus like eight point three. No, but it was your first show. And like, here's another thing: you learned everything in like a couple of weeks, not even yeah. like a couple rehearsals. Yeah, like you learned everything that you needed to do. So I knew like you weren't gonna be perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at least, you know, you could at least get a vibe. And that's how everybody is when you first come into this. Like, your stage presence and the way you vibe and perform with our type of show is going to be so different than anything you've ever done. I already know that. And hot seats especially is something not a lot of dancers have, like, had experience with. You know what I mean? So, like, that interaction with an audience like that is totally new. So that's a a whole other learning curve that you have to get over yeah. you know what I mean and that takes time you know yeah. a lot of the guys who you know been out there they've been doing it we've been on tour for years we know like it's just ingrained in us when you yeah. are it's your first time fresh, you fresh. should be shocked that you even got anything yeah. you know no, yeah I mean? honestly <laughs> yeah I mean because you just don't know how to even go about interacting with an audience on that level yeah you know right. what I mean in that way so like I'd say yeah. you were like you obviously weren't perfect. Nobody's perfect. I'm never perfect, but you weren't perfect. But you shine. Yeah. yeah, you know, like your your presence, your personality, just like exuded like the whole time you was on stage. Yeah, making a mistake. That's everybody's gonna do that. And yeah. you, I just learned it, like you said. But like this is me to you. Yeah, straight up. Like I was very proud and I was very happy that yeah. I brought you on for sure, man. Hell yeah, yeah let's go. Hell yeah, so that's you, really good. I mean, I know. guess uh, the learning lesson in this is like you can't so, be 
Because I'm sure there's a lot of people who, you know, go through those same sort of insecurities. Yeah. You know, the same sort of like overly criticizing yourself and like, you know what I mean? But, you know, the great thing about you is that you took that step. You took that leap. You just put yourself in an environment, yeah. you know, in an uncomfortable environment that you weren't completely certain about that. Yeah. And you just, you just did it. You know what I mean? And like over time you get better. Yeah. And, you know. It is what it is, like that. That you overcame the insecurity. Could you imagine yourself, the 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 version of yourself from ten years ago, the Pillsbury Dale Boy version? That boy, like, he would. No bro would you? He'll be like, <laughs> Magic who, nigga? You got me chopped, nigga. I ain't doing this. I'm not. I'm not about to diving on stage. What you been a what? Ripping my tank top off. What like take me what? Boy, take me down at. N- what you take me to I'm the camp? I mean, we said ten years younger, but we both got older as we like. <laughs> what you mean? Like so. Oh right. You mean right? Because my boy, ten years ago, <laughs> was talking like this. <laughs> I was probably talking like this ten years ago. <laughs> like I mean, like eleven that, years old. Like look at where you came. Like how far you came. Yeah. You know, being that person that was super insecure, not satisfied with yourself. And like you said, fuck this. And yeah. You're like you know what, I'm gonna make that was a big step. And yeah. you, you look like that progress is something to be proud of. Like you've gotten yourself to this point now. Yeah. And like you're part of something that you know, that's you know that you didn't think you were gonna be a part of ever. And, ever. You know, you're you're doing it. Like yeah. you, you know, you're actually doing it out here in LA at 21 years old. You've you you've right. gotten your foot. You yeah. started taking steps in the right direction. It all stems back. Yeah. To you making that decision back when you were, I don't know how old, yeah. and said, fuck this, I'm going to make a change. Yeah. That led you to here. Yeah. Now. You know what I mean? That yeah. moment when you said, fuck this. You know what I mean? So we all just have to have that moment where we're like, fuck this. And, you know, go through the, the hell of like the struggle of changing little by little every day and pushing yourself into a direction that might be better. Yeah. You know, and then eventually you get to a point where you're, you know, in a better place. Level, better you know, you guys level. sometimes take a bird's eye view and look. It's like, oh, wow, look at all this progress I've made. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're taking baby steps. You know, you never get to see like, oh, wow, I, I actually change. came a long way. I got to do yeah. that to myself a lot of times. I get so overly critical on myself. But then I'm like, damn, bro, listen, you started this shit out of your bedroom, bro, like in Detroit. Yeah. Like you should be fucking proud of yourself, man. Right. What the fuck Absolutely. is wrong with you? Oh, man. Like, you know what I mean? Such a problem when people say, I'm proud of you, or they say, like, your mom's looking down and she's proud of you. I'll be like, I haven't done enough. Not, right? I, I could be doing more. I'm not proud of myself. You know, like, it's just, yeah. it's so, I, I don't know, but it can get draining. Yeah. But, like, if you, if you never look back and see how far you came, for yeah. sure, man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. No, you have to take those moments, like, and, like, make an effort to take a step back and look at it and, like, from a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have that problem all the time, even though all my friends back home, my family, everybody looking from the the outside. Right, man. I was like, I don't feel like I'm killing it. At all. I'm I'm still struggling. I'm still trying to fucking make figure this shit out. Y'all only see what I post on Instagram, but y'all don't know what happens behind the scenes like there's a lot more that it's happens so behind hard. Instagram like, so yeah. I'm like yeah y'all think I'm killing it but y'all don't understand like yeah I'm struggling <laughs> like yeah. y'all don't and that really see, that's, a, that's the realization you have to have 
for everybody that you think is killing it too, like the people that you admire, like even The Rock and Kevin Hart or whoever, like those people are also Strikes showing you their hot, showing you their, their highlight reel on Instagram, and they're struggling behind the scenes, and right. they're fucking grinding to stress. Man, that they ate McDonald's, you know, right? Or something, you know, like you all know of I mean? that. Everybody yeah. has that sort of struggle on a certain level. Yeah, you know, us included, and you know, so like when you're going through it, don't get overly worked up about it. Like, oh, you know, fuck, my, why can't I catch a break? Like, I got, I say that to myself sometimes. Why can't I catch a break? It's like, bro. Nobody's catching breaks out here. Yeah. Everybody's going through the same struggles. We're all going through these struggles. Like, yeah. So, like, don't get so down on yourself. Like, it's very normal, like, yeah. what we're going through. And just, like, brush it off. It's just like, oh. Like, I used to drive myself crazy because every single weekend I'd have issues. Like, things wouldn't go smooth. And I, that shit used to eat at me. Like, damn it, why can't it just, for one weekend, just everything go smooth? Yeah. You know, and then I start, I shifted my mentality into like anticipate something's gonna go wrong. Yeah. Something is going to go wrong. Anticipate the road. And then you look at that tiny thing that goes wrong and then that just sets you off. Yeah, no, but if you anticipate it and you are prepared like mentally, like something's gonna go wrong, yeah. Just be prepared to fix it. Like it takes that Ah, stress away. Yeah, I mean, like you don't get so worked up about it anymore. Now you can actually think with a clear head on how to resolve the problem rather than being all pissed off and just complaining, and complaining, and complaining. Right, right. And you, you can't, you're not solving anything. Yeah. It's like, okay, what, what went wrong this time? Okay, That's so true. Cool. all right, well, fine. We're just going to fix this and do this, 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 and that, and just address the problem, figure it yeah, out. Bro, that's, you know a, I mean? that's such a good point. There's such a fine line between seeing a problem and a seeing a problem and complaining about it versus seeing a problem and figure, yeah, figuring figure out the what the solution is. Yeah. I feel like that's, there's a very fine line. Yeah, and you can't, that. that's you can't that's come to that solution unless you're in a calm state of mind. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's hard to come to that, con- that solution and figure out what the problem is and how to fix it if you're all worked up and angry and pissed and stressed and whatever yeah. about it. Like, you just like, it clouds your mind, you know what I mean? But yeah. if you just like, if you're nonchalant about it, like, oh, okay, what, what fucking went wrong? I, every day I wake up right. with something that didn't go right. Yeah. Something that's not the way it's supposed to be. Every day, exactly. it's just like, okay, send this email, right. make this phone call, do this, yeah. change this, all right, I guess I'm doing this myself. Like, a lot of, the, a lot of things, like, don't work out the way they were supposed to be. I'm like, all right, what's plan B? Yeah. Like, you can, like, <laughs> sit there and ask why. Yeah. Or you can say what. Yeah. What can I do? Yeah. Like, what can I accomplish right now to make this better? Yeah. A peek, a peek behind the curtain is this whole podcast was supposed to be set up and produced by somebody else. I had a partner in this that was supposed to come in and do all of this. Yeah. And then that person fell through. So what did I do? I'm like, fuck it. I guess I'm oh, doing oh, it oh. myself. Start looking right, up YouTube right. videos. <laughs> start <laughs> looking at the cameras, bought the lights. Got, like, you know, it up. Figured it all out, you know, myself. Bought this, that, that, that. And yeah. then I start studying like the best setups and the best different like types of setups. And I'm like, okay, what's gonna work for us? And how to edit and how to yeah. do this and that. I'm like, fuck yeah, you know, this is the plan B. This is what you gotta do. It is what it is. What am I gonna do? Fucking just sit there and like, fuck, he fucked me over, and then it never gets done. Uh, no more yeah. podcasts. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, no, fuck that. Right. I'm making it happen regardless. You yeah, know what I mean, like that. You just gotta have that like relentless, stubborn mentality of yes, like sir. i'm not gonna let this stop me no yeah. fuck that you know what i mean and that's what it, that's all it, 
and that's all she wrote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so what, what do you think about this podcast? It's dope. pretty easy, right? Yeah. Right. Super nervous about coming on. I was going uh, to let you know, if, if, if not tonight or at any point, I'm okay with you talking about what we talked about, like what I told you like 30 minutes ago. Okay. Oh, we'll okay. save it for another episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, no. I mean, look, I, like you saw how I reacted to it. Yeah. I mean, there, you know, people might look at you a certain way and people might be accepting this, whatever. The people that aren't, like, the people's that opinions that matter yeah. are the ones that are right here. Right. Anyway, you know what I mean? And, you know, the way I look at it is, like, why live with that? Yeah. Like, something inside of you that it just is what it is, whatever. Like, yeah. And, and I feel like in today's day and age, it's, like, not even that big of a deal. At all. You know at what I mean? At all, dog. So... Anyway, huh? that's a good cliffhanger. We're going to leave you guys there. Sorry, we ran out of time. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> but, yeah, we're going to we're definitely <laughs> bring Young J-Love. Go. We're going to bring Young J-Love back. <laughs> but that, that opens up so many doors and so many questions. Yeah, yeah. Like, in such a different perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I think is super intriguing. Like, as soon as you brought it up, like, as soon, before we even start recording, I was like, shit, now I want to ask you all these questions. Like, it's Whoa. like, damn, but it's yeah. like, now I can, like, actually prepare Whatever. some questions and, like, really. I go. had experiences that I was, like, ready to talk about, too. Like, not with myself, but, like, no, yeah. with my, like, siblings, my family member, like, Yo, yeah, yeah. I had like a whole. Oh yeah. I thought well, we about to go. In. We're gonna be producing yeah. a shit ton of these, so we'll, we'll get it's to all. It's easy. Of them. Wait, how long was this? An hour and fifteen minutes. Oh dang, yeah. that was an hour. Yeah, over. An like, hour. That felt like forty-five, yeah. thirty, maybe. <laughs> I ain't like waiting for an hour. Just real talk. Just the rest of, uh, the bro, but anyway, you ain't gotta tell me <laughs> twice. We're gonna get back. Peace out. Yeah, we got. We oh, got we see you guys next time. All right. We about to go finish this. I'm gonna come in this camera too. We got. We, we'll, we'll leave you guys right there. Hey, hey, come on. If you guys enjoyed this episode, we will see you guys next time. Yes, sir. Bro, you better put me in too. What do you mean put you in? Don't be trying to cut me out. Bro. You win. <laughs> I, I barely make any cuts, honestly. I'm talking about. Uh, I was just joking. <laughs> I was talking about when I, when I came down. Oh, that one? But then you did redid the sign off. I'm like, I'll put that in. No, honestly, I like the last <laughs> episode, I left so many organic moments.